we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny. Executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A People's History tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change, while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth-building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I listen to your show every single day. Breakfast Club? God damn it. The Breakfast Club. Put that ass up on the Breakfast Club. You can't say Breakfast Club without the Breakfast Club. You're like this rare air. You got platforms and partners all over the place because your demand is so high. People want to be in business with the Breakfast Club. I don't think white people know how popular you guys are. DJ Envy, Jess Hilarious, Charlemagne the God. Now, you guys really are like the hip hop early morning, late night talk show. Yeah, I know what y'all talking about. Good morning, USA. Yo, 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 Jess Hilarious. What's going on? Charlemagne is running late and it's Monday. 
Monday after Super Bowl, man. I know, right? Did you watch the game? I did. I did. I watched the game. It was a little boring. I ain't gonna lie. Well, not boring. It just wasn't what I expected it to be. Yeah, you wanted to see a lot of scoring. It yeah. was it was a good defensive I, game. I liked it after the halftime. I after felt halftime. Like, okay. I felt like the Chiefs went to recharge. Mm-hmm. They was like, all right, because I was like, I know they're not just gonna keep kicking and scoring. <laughs> kicking and scoring. But but you know, and, I, and for me not to know like enough about or a lot about football. I was, I was, I know what I was doing. You know what you was doing? I was like, yeah, because the 49ers offense was a little trashy. I wouldn't, well. Well, my son said that. Yeah, so. that was a little trashy. The, def- the okay. defense on both sides were pretty good. It was a good defensive game, and, and the Kansas City Chiefs pulled it out in overtime. I, yeah. I, I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it. And what you think about uh, Usher performing? The Usher oh, my Bowl. God. I mean, it was great to see that he wasn't stingy with the stage. He brought out um, a lot of artists that he had hits with over the years. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I loved it. I didn't. Yo, he started with my favorite song. Me and my father's favorite song of his is Caught Up. Mm-hmm. That's from the Confessions album. Yep, yep, number yep, seven yep. on the track. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, track-wise. And I loved it. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I, I ain't going lie. I thought he killed it. I thought I thought it was dope. Yeah, we're gonna break it down. Yeah, we're gonna break it down. I I I love what he did. I love the fact that he kept it so Atlanta. He brought out the roller skates. He he brought out the stripper poles. Yes, I thought it was dope. I thought he kept it true to who Usher was Mm -hmm. and demolished it. Mm -hmm. Only thing I missed was Lovers and Friends. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't he on there. He ain't do it. And do I just was waiting for him. And Lord, y'all look good. Lord John? Yeah, he, he had a lot of weight, slimmed up and all that. Yeah, he had the black leather, then the, uh, the black leather boots. I was like, well, I'm surprised Usher ain't come out with leather. You know, leather been his thing, but he probably was like, I'm going to be hot out there. I'm going to be hot out there. Yeah. a little hot. I got to perform for 18 minutes. I'm going to be a little hot. Yeah, yeah but yeah. He, he killed it last night. If you ever got he a did. chance to see it, definitely uh, pull it up on, online right now. But he definitely killed it. He, yeah. The dope thing about, I think, the performance, he went through so many songs. I know, he did. So many songs. I had to go back to, to watch some of the uh, I went back to watch Prince I went by, back to watch uh, Beyonce mm-hmm. I went back to watch uh, Bruno Jackson, Mars I, went, I watched Michael Jackson just to yeah. see how they did it and Usher did mad songs he did a lot he did a he lot he did a lot of his catalog yeah. last night so congratulations to Usher and then yes. you, you, you listened to the album over the weekend I did I was listening to the album over the weekend and I actually love it I actually did my makeup to it this morning my favorite song on it already is Ruined by him and Fields mm-hmm. it's an Afrobeat type of song you know Usher Usher voice can just slide on anything That's you know right. what I mean mm-hmm. and I just was I was doing my little Afrobeats dance the, the two I know how to do mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> I was killing it yo. Yeah. I, yeah it's a vibe really it's a vibe I didn't get yeah. into Usher album yet I'm gonna get into it this week yes I'm gonna get into it this and then yeah. Beyonce announced that. Yeah, Beyonce said, uh, Usher, I'm going to let you finish. But I got a country album coming yeah. out, so we're just going to let the people know right here, right now. I, I got a country album. <laughs> yeah. All I right. said, she knows she could have waited to the day to make that announcement. <laughs> Coming on Monday? Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, here it is right here. We got the record right now. Uh, what? Yes, Beyonce single. What's it called? Texas Hold'em? Texas Hold'em. Texas Hold'em. Yahoo! Hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. <laughs> Tesla Figo's up next for Front Page News, The Breakfast Club. Oh, this is country country, huh? Yeah, it's real country. You're going to play it right now. Okay. Okay. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Jess Hilarious, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club, and let's get in some Front Page News. Morning, Tess. Good morning, DJ MV. Good morning, Jess Hilarious. Hey, girl. Hey, Charlemagne. Hey, sweetie, I guess Charlemagne to join us in the morning. So, good morning, Charlemagne. You listening? <laughs> yeah, he'll be here in a second. I love your hair, Tess. Thank you. You like? Yeah. Thank you. I'm so glad to have a woman around to get a compliment every now and then. Thank you, no. Jess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's jump right in the front page news now. Over the weekend was the Super Bowl. If you haven't seen it, the Kansas City Chiefs beat the 49ers 25-22 in overtime. Uh, they're the Super Bowl champions back to back, and they're going for three. They said they want a three peat. So we'll see how that works out. Oh, Great awesome. game. I loved it. A very defensive game. I thought it was pretty dope. Congratulations to uh, Taylor Swift. 
Hey, yo, that <laughs> is City super Chiefs, shady. Mahomes and, 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 of course, Taylor Swift. They yeah. showed Taylor Swift so many times on that damn screen. Well, in the mm-hmm. beginning, they did it. They only showed her one time when she was chugging a beer. They were chugging a beer. Something like that. Then uh, they showed a bunch of pictures with Ice Spice. Then second half, it was a bunch yeah. of Taylor Swift. <laughs> Ice Spice don't ever look like she know where she at, yo. <laughs> but it was nice and to see let me say this. Uh, let me say this about Taylor Swift. They said the Taylor Swift advertising effect, uh, there were record-breaking numbers in advertising. They spent $996 million on TV slots. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, advertisers spent about $7 million for 30-second commercials, up 10% increase from last year's event. And they are literally calling it the Taylor Swift advertising effect. Wow. Oh, wow. Nice. Well, let's jump right into the news. Let's talk about Joel Osteen's church. Yeah, sad mm. news yesterday. Uh, you know, folks, it's, I don't know where the you saw breaking news uh, yesterday about a woman in a trench coat uh, armed with a long rifle and accompanied by a young child entered Pastor Joel Osteen's Lakewood Church on Sunday afternoon and began firing. Take a listen. A peaceful day of prayer. Active shooter out of Central area Lakewood Church. Turning violent. Around 2 p.m. local time, Houston police say a female shooter entered Lakewood Church, the worshiping home of televangelist pastor Joel Osteen, a mega church that can hold 16,000 people. She was armed with a long rifle and a trench coat with a backpack, accompanied by a small child, approximately four to five years old. Uh, once she entered, uh, at some point she began to fire. All of a sudden, we just heard in the backstage, somewhere around the back out there, uh, a few shots fired. This man says he was waiting for a Spanish service to begin when gunshots rang out. Officer and agent Gates striking the female. Police say the shooter died at the scene, adding the young child with her was hit and is in critical condition. Wow. Yeah, so sad news uh, with that, with that child. Now, again, as of last night, anything can change. Uh, the child was still in a critical condition. There has not been a motive yet. But again, as the story continues to develop, uh, you know, they may find out if there was some reason uh, behind what she did. Now, uh, a- another man was also shot in the leg. Mm-hmm. Who's doing okay uh, as a result of that? He's not in critical condition. They don't believe that he was involved. Now, she said she had a bomb when she entered the church, so they did go and uh, search her car. They didn't find anything there. She was spraying some type of substance, uh, but the investigators believe that this is an isolated event. Uh, and again, no motive at this time. It was two off duty uh, law officers as well that I want people to know. So it was a Houston police officer and an agent with the Texas Alcoholic Beverage Commission uh, that engaged and struck the woman who died on the scene. I think people we were just really shocked that she was a female. Mm-hmm. She was about mm-hmm. 30 to 35 years old from now, what I understand. Now, the other people that got shot, was it friendly fire? Meaning, was it, you know, them trying to shoot her and, and they got hit or, or we don't know as of yet? It says it's unclear if who fired the shot, who, who struck the child, you know, mm-hmm. where that came from. Um, they said at this moment it, it is unclear and it's also unclear what the child's relationship was to the shooter. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the 57-year-old, um, they have not, at least as of last night, because, you know, these reports got to continue to update throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Um, they are not sure, you know, they're just saying he was shot in the leg and seeking treatment at the hospital. They didn't specify whether it was right. from her or from Friendly Fire. So I'm sure that'll change, you know, this morning when they go through the news cycle. Wow. I mean, when I see things like this, and you know, of course, Texas is a place where you can carry, right? And I'm sure a lot of people in that congregation had weapons. And I always think, like, if they didn't, would she have been able to kill many people? You know what I mean? Would, would we be yeah. talking about a different situation if it would have been a place like New York where you can't carry like that or a place where, you know, in, in other areas where you can't carry if the situation would have been a lot worse, you know? 
Yeah. Well, you know, the churches are on high alert. Uh, they've been on high alert, especially since we've been having this war. It was, it's constantly been on high alert, but especially since we've had this war. Because remember, Bishop T.D. Jakes talked about this, um, I guess, when they were tr- when he was trending online about, you know, his involvement and all the other mess that they were talking about. And he actually said that day that they were upping security. They've been upping security lately uh, because of the threats they've been receiving. Mm-hmm. So um, the way these mega churches are set up. I've just belonged to one for years. When you walk in, you're just not walking in. They're 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 looking. They're looking at a lot of churches won't allow yeah. you to go mm-hmm. in with trench coats. They won't allow you to have big bags. They won't have so they are mm-hmm. really, you know, about their business on security. So you're not just walking in and just, you know, doing whatever and right. you know they look out for suspicious activity. So she was stopped, you know, uh, immediately. Now uh, Pastor Olsen said if this had been when they were changing, you know, uh, like, you know, people walking through changing services, it could have been much worse. Wow. Uh, so the timing of it um, was also uh, helpful as well, according to what they said. All right. Well, thank you, Tez. We'll see you next hour. What are we talking about next hour? Oh, man. Uh, Donald Trump went in on Nikki Haley's husband and he made a shocking statement encouraging Russia to, quote, do whatever the hell they want. So tap in at the top of the hour. I'll tell you more. All right. Everybody else, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Let us know how your weekend was. Did you watch the game? What were your thoughts? Whatever it may be, get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Keep calling. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's up, Envy? What's up, Trav? What's up, Ms. Jess Hilarious? How you, baby? I'm good, baby. How are you? I'm doing good, mama. Where, where is Charlamagne? Where that messy I'm bottom? I'm right here, sis. Just walked <laughs> oh, in. Oh. What's happening? Oh, there she is. There go my messy bottom. What's up, Char? I would <laughs> never be a bottom. <laughs> Okay, I would never, I would never be gay. No disrespect to the gays, but I would never be a bottom. Trev, tell okay. him what you told me last week. I mean, what, when he wasn't here, what happened now? Oh, oh, yes. Oh, I'm so happy that he's back. So, Char, what's up, Char? What's up, sis? I know Welcome you were tuned in on Friday. No, I wasn't. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, refresh his memory because I don't like what what happened. So you can tell him uh, refresh his. Uh, so, so, the last time I was up there in person, Char, I showed you a picture. Of my man I talked to. And do you remember what you said when I showed you the picture of him? No, what I say? You said he looked like Jeff's boyfriend. <laughs> I don't remember that. I'm not going to say I didn't say it, but I don't remember saying it. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, yes, I, I just came to Jeff as a man. <laughs> just asked her when she's sleeping with my man. That's all. This is messy oh, on Monday. Oh, you asked Jess with Jess sleeping. Oh, that's what she yeah, asked. That's what she asked on Monday. No, I said he, he looked like. I didn't say he was. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I don't remember. I don't remember what he looked like. The way like, it came though. off, it was like, oh my god, whoa, is that Chris? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and Jess good now. We worked it out. You know what I mean? We worked it out. We good. She ain't sleeping with my man. Ain't sleeping with her. Thank God. What's your man name? Don't worry about all that. Don't worry about it. Ask Jess for her man name. Name is Jess, man. I think y'all fine. Jess, what's your man name? Chris. So is mine. Bye. No, stop playing. You lying. <laughs> he, he playing, right? I don't know who he's playing. You the one that said you confirmed the looks. So I don't, I don't know. even remember that. He might be lying. Trav might be lying. Hello, who's this? Hey, good morning, y'all. It's Tony from Indianapolis, Indiana. Good hey, morning, Tony. Boo. What's up? Get it off your chest. Oh, I got to get it off my chest, y'all. I watched the Super Bowl, my first Super Bowl. Hey. And I was so mad that Usher came out and his grandmother's good shawl that she wears to Sunday go to meeting with that good brooch on the side. <laughs> yo, yo, stop, and then man. he turned around and put on his heelys with his shimmery fish outfit on. That was and got stuck by the man's head trying to slide through. 
<laughs> Y'all ain't got nothing good to say this morning? Yeah, no Heelys. Oh, yeah, roller skates on, mama. Ain't you ain't got here. nothing good to say. <laughs> getting it off their chest. That was our first Super Bowl where she like Usher Blouse. All right. <laughs> Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's a new day. This is your time to get it off your chest. Wake, wake up. Whether you're mad or blessed, it's time to get up and get something. Call up now. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, DJ Envy. Jeff Hilarious. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. All right. So this morning, um, I'm listening to y'all. And I'm just like, y'all not going to address how Usher is a medicine to society? Man, Usher is a terror, man. Wow, wow, wow. What, what, what Yo, oh, what's up, Charlamagne? I saw it. I saw it, too. I saw it, too. I, I saw what Swiss B said this morning, too. I understand what Swiss oh was saying, but God. damn. Lord have Yo, mercy. come on. Like, that was worse than anything I've seen Usher do at his residence. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm not even lying. I'm, no. Yeah, I'm calling Usher out on this one. Damn. Oh, nah, God. I should gave my wife some roses at his residency. I've seen him, you know, sing to women and serenade women. Yeah. He went crazy. Like, <laughs> he went yeah, crazy on yeah, the That was far. crazy. Usher's my man, but yo, yeah, he went too far. Well, well Swizz, Swizz responded. I'm sure we'll get into it with Jess with the mess, all right? Mm. The thing I don't understand about Usher, though, Usher <laughs> says, don't leave your girl around me, right? Yeah, he's been for telling y'all for years. He's talking about he minister society. But you think that should be in private? I thought he meant in private. Well, we give Usher flag. Alicia looked like she was in a dream. Lord have mercy. Shoot. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Shamai calling again from North Carolina, North Carolina Central University. What's up, Indy? What's up, Shamai? How you doing? I'm doing good. Doing well. Doing well. Listen, I, so well, this is what I want to get off my chest. Usher is the, the king of R&B. He just proved that he is. Mm-hmm. And hello, Jess Hilarious. How you doing? I'm good, baby. Thank you. The fact that you think yeah, he good. just proved it is crazy. <laughs> Usher? Well, no, well, he just, no, oh, I saw him in here. I didn't, you just see it. No, no, I, it's not the fact that I think he just proved it. It's the fact that he just solidified that he is. Yeah. We, all, we already knew, but he. I, I love that he paid homage to the HBCU by having Sonic Boom from Jackson State there. Yep. And then hey. they had the suits by uh, Rich Press with a black home business. Uh, and then he had the Kappas there. That's the D9 black culture. And it was just—it uh, was just great for culture, and he did it. Uh, he lived up to expectations. And I just loved it. Some of those suits looked ridiculous, though. I mean, when uh, when Ludacris like said, "Ludacris said, watch out, my outfit ridiculous." I was like, "Yep, yeah, <laughs> enjoy." It's a, it plays twenty twenty four. Thank you, Shami. Yeah. Thank you so much. Let's go to one more caller, Sean Stone. Hey, peace and blessings, man. Good morning, Evie. How you doing? Good morning, brother. How you feeling? I'm doing good, man. I just want to shout out Jess, man. Jess, welcome to the Breakfast Club. Thank you, honey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm out here at work right now. I had a great weekend, man. I just wanted to say that I just want to show some love towards my girl. Uh, She just lost her grandfather. You know what I mean? Sorry to hear that, brother. Yeah, appreciate that. Who that? Charlamagne? Nope. Yeah, Yeah, he just walked in. (laughs) Uh, Finally, finally. You at work, brother. I see that. That's what's up. <laughs> my car wouldn't start this morning, man. My car been sitting there since Wednesday. I don't know if it's cold or what. You, you still have that 2004 Cadillac? Yep. <laughs> Cadillac? Yep. <laughs> Cadillac? Yep. 
<laughs> like he'd be smoking up. You know, he had 116,000 miles on it. He would smoke up Manhattan <laughs> if he still had that Cadillac. Who said that? Hey, I want I to congratulate myself too, man, because I'm about to be a girl dad, man. Hey, I have congratulations. Congrats. No, congrats, man. I have no idea what to expect, man. So maybe you guys could coach me, man. Envy and Charlamagne, man. Mm-hmm. Expect a lot of love. A lot of love. Uh, yeah, I don't know what to expect yeah, yeah. either. A lot of love. I got four and still I mean, don't know what to expect. That's the beauty of having daughters. Having kids, period. You never know what to expect from day to day. Just a lot of love, brother. <laughs> That's true, man. You're going to be a, gonna be a cheer dad or you're going to be a dance dad. I was at a competition all weekend, I, this weekend. I'm, so. I'm, I'm going to do whatever she want me to do, man. Yeah, I just ain't going to put on no tutu. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, right. I gotta be, I gotta remain a man. You feel me? All right. So, all right. Yeah. Well, thank y'all. Whatever your daughter wants you to do, you gonna do. I, I didn't put my daughter didn't put uh, paint on my nails because she wanted to do daddy's nails. Right. Hey, look, it's your daughter. Whatever Better. she wants, ba- baby girl. Me, you don't need no excuse to cross dress. Hmm? Oh wow! Oh wow! Hmm? I said, oh wow. Yeah, he's never seen me in a dress. Yeah, no, yeah. No. Get it off your chest. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. Now we got Jess with the mess. What are we talking about, Jess? We breaking down the Super Bowl. We breaking down the Super Bowl halftime to be more uh, specific. All right, and we'll get to that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's CJ NV Jess Hilarious, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to Jess with the mess. Hey, this is real. This is real. Jess Hilarious, Jessica Robin Lewis. Jess don't do no lies. Jess is going to bring numbers. Jess with the mess. I'm Jess with the mess. On the Breakfast Club. I know they know the Jess. Keep it stop. All right, last night was the 58th Super Bowl, and the halftime went to Usher. Listen, I'm going to just say that the Chiefs and the 49ers, they, they came to Usher's concert. Okay. And they were right. able to ball it out or whatever. And, of course, the Chiefs took it. But let's break down the halftime, y'all. Mm-hmm. I, I was I was excited to see. Like I said, he didn't, um, he wasn't stingy with the stage. Like, mm-hmm. he he shared his stage with people that he had hits with over the past, you know, over the past years or whatever. He bought out her. I was ex- yep. I was so happy. I was ecstatic to see her. Killed and it. she did her thing. Uh, Ludacris, Lord John, Jermaine Dupree, Will I Am, who I thought was Kanye for a minute. But <laughs> then I was like, the mask know, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh my God, I didn't know that they did something together. But then I, I heard the song, oh my God. So I was like, no, that's Will I Am. And Alicia Keys, mm-hmm. which is the most talked about performance. Um, between him and his ex now for those who don't know he did date her like when they was younger younger Charlemagne didn't know that but I didn't know that Usher either I didn't know that either. I think y'all made that up I yeah, think this I is you think we made it up well that's why they say just with the mess in her news is real allegedly <laughs> but <laughs> I ain't the only one who know this y'all like I whatever know that. I don't yeah. think none of y'all know this I never it's, heard that <laughs> I think the internet told y'all this <laughs> yesterday I ain't never heard this in my life okay apparently Swizz probably didn't know either <laughs> 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 but no but no the, listen everybody mad at Usher for the performance because of course mm-hmm. he was you know Touchy and Philly, he, you know, he... He was being Usher. He was being Usher. Sadly. That man is a menace, but a domestic was, terrorist. They had to practice that, though, guys. No, they didn't. They had to rehearse you that. Tell, no, Alicia looked surprised when he yes. hugged her from behind. Swiss probably was like, that didn't happen in rehearsal. <laughs> <laughs> I was there. I've been here all weekend. I ain't see that. But a little recap play number four. They did sound all right. It's Now she ain't hit the note that she was supposed to sing because when he said you were mine, she was gonna say you were mine. She ain't hit that. She, and, 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 then, and then when she when she came in, I loved how she came in when she had that red the red dress on. and red I, piano was dope. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, y'all keep saying it's a dress. It's not. It was a cape. But she, I loved it. it. Dress. The red piano was dope. That was dope. Play, play number one. That's how she sounded. Some people want it all, 
Yes, yes, she killed it. It was just the um, first, the first note. Was it was the, the first, the first note, note, but and she got I, it. What I found interesting is how you hit the right note when somebody hugging me from behind. No, no this, one, she not, this one she wasn't even being hugged. <laughs> so, no, I'm, this, I'm just trying to shoot her some bell. No, it's okay. No, but um, <laughs> on YouTube, if you go and look mm-hmm. at the uh, the recap. I mean the uh, the halftime show. They actually cleaned up her vocals. I think it was like AI play number two. That's what they got. Some people want it all. Yeah, so they cleaned it up for. But but play number one again, just so they remember. That's two different lyrics. You can't though. do that. No, no. Uh, uh. Play number one. Again. Some people yeah, that's the original. I'm blaming. I'm blaming Usher. You know, Usher so. had her feeling nervous because he was coming up behind her, grabbing her ass and stuff. She knows she's a married woman. I'm blaming Usher for the bad note. That's you blame Usher. I'm ass. blaming Usher. For he didn't the grab her ass. Uh, what? Oh no, he did. Oh, he did. What? Go back and watch. I thought that was a waste. That wasn't that a waste. No, that ain't AI. That's the real. That's the real one. All right. Now, uh, Swiss Beats responded this morning. Um, he was like, he said, "Y'all talking about the wrong damn thing. Y'all don't see that amazing dress covering the entire stadium. That's what I like too, Swiss." He also said, "Tonight's performance was nothing but amazing with two amazing giants. Congrats, Usher, and my love, Alicia Keys. That song is a classic. We don't do negativity vibes." Um, on this side, we make history. That's right. Go see Giants, Brooklyn Museum, whatever, whatever. He killed it. He uh, and she killed it too. Okay, that's fine. So we're saying tripping, so we shouldn't need to be, don't need to be tripping. Yeah, but Correct. I think he shouldn't even have said nothing. It's like whatever, you know what I mean? But it's perfectly okay for us men to look at our women and say, "You better not even think about it." <laughs> <laughs> All right, never. It still is. <laughs> okay. It is. Let's uh, talk about Jermaine Dupri coming out looking like a pilgrim. I said, "What are you doing here?" He was dressed like he was going to a funeral brunch, wasn't he? <laughs> funeral <laughs> he brunch. He had on the same sock. Uh, that my mother used to put me on for Easter. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I said, why he do that? He was dressed like a youth pastor at Easter Sunday trying to relate to the kids in this congregation. Jesus. I know they swagged her. I said, I know he's short, mm. but it's like, come on, there was so many other things he could have wore. Yes. He was dressed like he thought Beyonce was putting out a Thanksgiving theme album in that country. <laughs> That's what was going on. Lord have mercy, Jay. Jesus. <laughs> when Ludacris said, watch out, my outfit's ridiculous, I was like, yup. Yup. It sure is. But at least it plays to the lyric because he said, watch out, my outfit's it's ridiculous. Jermaine Dupree should have said the same thing. Yes, he should have. Yes, <laughs> so he should have. Jesus. Disclaimer. Yes, he should have. But it is all right. It's all right. And then Beyonce. Beyonce said, all right, Usher, I'll let you finish. Mm. But I got a country album I'm dropping. Um, And then I loved her... Um. Her commercial, her Super Bowl commercial. Verizon? Yeah. yeah. Verizon got some money. They got some money. Listen, and it was good to see her play. Uh, like, she was having fun in the commercial, obviously. Her personality seeped mm-hmm. through. Like, she wasn't just all serious B. She actually had some personality. And actually, her song, uh, Texas Hold'em, uh, dropped shortly after last night. Yep. Play it, number eight. It's like, it's like real, real it's country. It's really real country. It is. It's country. You Beyonce, Beyonce going to have y'all wearing stirrups, cowboy hats, and riding horses by March. Hmm. Guaranteed. I, I can see we're going to see some girls out here doing it. Yeah, but I mean, I she's a trendsetter. I, I think this is like a part of her acts. You know what I'm saying? Like, so remember, act one was Renaissance, the mm-hmm. house music. And then act two was going to be a country album. Um, She's from Texas. I mean, she tied yeah. all she tied all this uh, Beyonce versus Taylor Swift. She was like, now nah, I'm going to go into your genre. Uh-huh. And do it better than you. Watch. Okay, and get out money. Taylor Swift is considered a country artist. She, she do that. Mm-hmm. And then I think Act 3 will be rock and roll. I mean, before mm-hmm. she retired on us, not to speak it up too soon, but that's what I think that she's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you if you really want to dig deeper into it, I think that she is um, 
putting out albums like for everything they stole from black people because we had rock and roll we had country first mm. we had all of that mm. so you know house music was first we had we got uh, country coming up and then the third and final album will be the rock and roll so I like that conspiracy theory right yeah, there Jack. Yeah, I like so that that's a good one big ups to B even though she should have made she could have made that announcement today just let Usher have it they should have coordinated she got yeah. paid 30 million for that commercial too and Ooh. got to promote uh, her new music so how you know what that she got paid 30 million yeah the same way you know Usher and Alicia Keys used to date. Oh my God! The internet. <laughs> <laughs> Something I just read somewhere. Okay, I'm right, just cool. repeating. Well, right. allegedly that is just with the mess. All right. So can we get into? Can we, can we? Are we going to still talk about it in the next room? The Usher Super Bowl. What you want to talk about? What you want to talk about? Well, I was born in 1978. Uh-huh. Okay. In my professional opinion, not to be a prisoner at the moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that show last night uh-huh. is either. The greatest halftime show of all time oh, wow. Wow. are in heavy, heavy, heavy wow. contention for greatest Super Bowl performance of all time. It was an instant classic to me. It's top five for me. And if I'm being okay. if I'm being objective, number one to me is Prince in 2007. Oh wow! But the thing that Prince had on his side is remember it started raining during Purple Rain. I remember, yeah, oh yeah, my that's God. like, yeah, yeah, that's that like God. That you can't it. really beat yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of Michael Jackson in '93, yeah, but that's he what got I'm he got Michael Jackson. in '93. You me. think he got Michael in '93? <laughs> Michael stood there for two minutes long. The crowd going crazy. That's he had crazy. stunt doubles. So he did that's all, just all him that. He was dancing like crazy before all the stuff. He had fireworks and all that. To me, it's better than Beyonce in 2013. To me, it's better than Dre and Snoop in 2022. Beyonce was in the fire. I'm and just saying, the only one to me is Prince in 07, but that's only because Prince had the natural Watch elements on mouth. his side. <laughs> so mouth. maybe I'm being a prisoner in the moment. I don't know. To me, it was the best I've I would seen. say top five. I would say top five. Now, putting the five in order is something and, else. Uh, and let's let's talk about that after front page news. 800-585-1051. What were your thoughts? Where do you rank this uh, Usher performance? You got to be of a certain age to have this conversation. Because yeah, most people are not going to see Michael Jackson. They that's what I'm Jackson saying. I remember right Michael in Well, well how about they pull it up on YouTube and then call in? Right. right. They got more time. 800-585-1051. I got one question what? in the group chat I said I was going to stand in with my legs open and you were supposed to slide through my legs on the way in this morning like oh, you, I should be well I see, am yeah you didn't see me ignoring the group I, didn't, I never replied to that y'all, y'all ain't see that no but I know you saw it yeah so where your skates and they go his legs mm. what's up <laughs> <laughs> front page dudes is next is the breakfast club good morning you're checking out the breakfast club morning everybody it's DJ NV Jess Hilarious Charlemagne the guy we are the breakfast club now, let's get in some front page news. Now, over the weekend, again, if you missed it, the Chiefs beat the 49ers 25-22. Great defensive game. Uh, and, of course, Usher killed the Super Bowl. Absolutely. Yeah, salute to the Kansas City Chiefs, man. Uh, they're officially a dynasty now. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you win back-to-back Super Bowls, what, three? In the last four years, mm-hmm. uh, there hasn't been a team more dominant in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And I love it because my son is a Ravens fan, but his favorite, he has like favorite players, and his favorite quarterback is Patrick Mahomes. Really? So he really was happy. So That's I dope. had to be happy for him. I was like, oh. Patrick is that dude. He yeah. wanted him ones, once in a generational uh, talent. Well, Patrick Mahomes talks after the Super Bowl and talks about being a dynasty. I'm just proud of the guys that kept believing, um, and, I'm, and I'm proud of the coaches for calling up those plays. They got us some touchdowns there at the end. You know, you go on and win the championship. Being the underdog the last three games in the playoffs, maybe a lesson learned for everybody else out there in the future. 
Yeah, just know that the Kansas City Chiefs are never underdogs. Just know that. I'm just glad, I'm just glad Travis Kelsey didn't score the touchdown to win the Super Bowl. Wow. If Travis Kelsey would have scored the touchdown to win the Super Bowl, then Beyonce would have dropped two songs for nothing. nothing. Usher would have performed for nothing. Because it really would have been all about Travis Kelsey and Taylor. By the way, it already is. It is. But if Travis would have scored the touchdown to win the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. oh my God. And do you know that we're making it more about her with all these hypotheticalnesses? He scored a winning touchdown. And by the way, he almost did. The play before the touchdown, he he was on the five-yard line before he got tackled. I was like, here it go. He was almost in. Here it go. He was almost in. (laughs) But clearly the refs wasn't on their side in the first half. We actually knew that. Who told you that, Ashley? Yes. I know. So, all right, don't matter. My son's teaching me so much. I said, all right, now I'm writing it down. Like, I can't wait to see this on the video. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's jump right into Trump, Tess. Yeah, let's jump right into it. Uh, As Donald Trump and Nikki Haley prepare to see who wins in South Carolina on February 24th, Donald Trump got personal with Nikki Haley's about Nikki Haley's husband this weekend in South Carolina at a rally at the Coastal Carolina University in Conway. Uh, Let's take a listen to what he said and then Nikki Haley's response. Where's her husband? Oh, he's away. He's away. What happened to her husband? What happened to her husband? Where is he? He's gone. He knew. He knew. Donald Trump had a rally today. And in that rally, he mocked my husband's military service. And I'll say this. Donald, if you have something to say, don't say it behind my back. Get on a debate stage and say it to my face. If you mock the service of a combat veteran, you don't deserve a driver's license, let alone being president of the United States. I'm 100% positive Donald Trump has no idea Nikki Haley's, Nikki Haley's husband is in the military. <laughs> I don't think he knows. I don't think he knows. I don't think he knows. He talks about it all the time. Oh, he don't have a clue. Nope. I don't believe he has a goddamn clue. <laughs> no, I think he you know, he don't have a problem telling people in the military that they're losers. You know, he did that with John McCain, saying that he, you know, that he got taken by the POW. So yeah, he, well, he may know. Now, I, don't, I didn't hear the whole audio. So did he reference her her husband being away in the military in that no, audio? No, he did not. He was it's, just saying, uh, just where around. was she? And that's my problem yeah. with that's my problem with people. What? That's my problem with the media. What? You can't say how a person feels. She said he's mocking the fact my husband is in the military. How is right. that mocking the fact her husband is in the military? Right. No, she just said your husband's not around. <laughs> exactly. You can, how, you, how do you jump to the conclusion? I mean, how do you jump to the conclusion that she, he's mocking my husband being in the military? That... In a way, it's kind of fake news, yo. Mm. Well, I mean, she, she said it multiple times that her husband is in the military active duty. Now, whether he listened to that or not, and again, it's campaigning. You're going to use whatever you can. Oh, but absolutely. just for the point of reference, he is serving active duty deployment in Horn of Africa for South Carolina Army National Guard. He responded on X, formerly known as Twitter, showing a photo of a wolf saying the difference between humans and animals. Animals would never allow the dumbest ones to lead the pack. So to your mm. point, Charlamagne, she has said this multiple, multiple times. You're saying that you don't think that he did know? And no, that, I, I, or you're I, saying I, the, the way, connection I, of mocking. I don't think he knew. And even if he did know, he never said anything about her, him being away in the military. All he said was, where is Nikki's husband? Mm-hmm. Where is he? Where is he? <laughs> for, people to, for people who don't know, who haven't been paying attention, they probably like, damn, where is he? All you gotta do is answer the question. My husband is away in the military. But let, well, let's see about this one. Let's see if this is a little bit more clear about what Donald Trump said when we talk about his comments of NATO. Now, at the same rally, oh, he encouraged Russia. Hmm? Those were 100% clear. 
Yeah. <laughs> so he encouraged Russia to do whatever the hell they want to any NATO country uh, that does not pay enough. Let's take a listen to that. One of the presidents of a big country stood up and said, well, sir, uh, if we don't pay and we're attacked by Russia, will you protect us? I said, you didn't pay? You're delinquent? He said, yes, let's say that happened. No, I would not protect you. In fact, I would encourage them to do whatever the hell they want. Those comments were 100% clear, and uh, that would absolutely lead to World War III. Absolutely. And and just so people understand, it's not the NATO does not have a bill that they pay. They are encouraged to invest two percent of their gross domestic product into this fund. Uh, and many of them have not been meeting that target. But it's not a delinquent, you know, bill type of thing. You know, so they haven't been meeting. Uh, a lot of them have been meeting this target for years. And Trump has always complained about that, uh, that other countries in NATO don't spend the amount of money that the United States have, which is, you know, a valid complaint. But just want to be clear, that's it's not a bill. Uh, he's always threatened to withdraw the U.S. from NATO, uh, but it's coming Saturday with the most direct indication uh, that he does not intend to defend NATO allies from Russian attacks. President Joe Biden says Sunday that Trump is making it clear that he will abandon our NATO allies and that Trump admits that he intends to give Putin a green light for more war and violence to continue his brutal assault against a free Ukraine and to expand his aggression to the people of Poland are appalling and dangerous. Yeah, and several that, other people spoke out on. Yeah, and that's what the media should be focused on. Like, those are comments that will a hundred percent lead to World War Three if they were to ever happen. Like if he was to ever do that. So it's just like that's who people. That's what people should be focusing on. That is a comment that people should take and posterize right. and right. play in media over and over and over and over. Especially the Biden campaign. Now, for people that don't know what NATO is, I mean, we all learned it in school. You want to break down what NATO is and why NATO was, you know, there to protect some of those countries. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you. Um, so NATO stands for North Atlantic Treaty Organization. Uh, it was founded in 1949. It's a group of 31 countries from Europe and North America that exists to protect the people and territory of its members. The alliance is founded on the so saying, oh, you on your own. Yeah, Russia, not only, you know, you are you on your own, but do whatever the hell you want is a really alarming statement. Very dangerous. Yeah, Trump is really the worst bill collector ever. I mean, he'd be a terrible <laughs> landlord. I mean, we know he's already been a terrible landlord, but he won't give you no grace. Nope. You 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 laid a little bit. You delinquent a little bit. You let a whole country attack you? Let, let Attack them? That's crazy. Yeah, and the thing is, it's not delinquent. That That's the whole thing. It's it's a fund. You know, you put money into a pot you know, mm -hmm. in simple terms. You know, they're yep. saying everybody should pay their fair share and you know, which I, I get the, the gripe of it all, but it's certainly not a requirement requirement is it's just a request so all right there it is and mm -hmm. that is front page news thank you tez absolutely and make sure you follow at tesla figaro on all social media platforms and subscribe to at tesla figaro's podcast it's great shot no chaser podcast subscribe. Uh, on the black effect iHeartRadio podcast network subscribe. It's subscribe subscribe. It's <laughs> subscribe all right all right and let's open up the phone lines 800-585-1051 usher's performance last night where do you rank that in super bowl performance I got it. I, 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 maybe I'm being a prisoner of the moment. Mm -hmm. To me, it looked like and felt like the greatest Super Bowl halftime show I've ever seen. Now, I got okay. a top five. My top five is in, in really in no order except for number one. Mm -hmm. uh, I got Michael Jackson in 93, yep. Dre and Snoop nice. in 22, yep. uh, Beyonce in 2013. Yep. And Prince in 07 was my number one because you go okay. back and watch that. Yep. Prince started playing Purple Rain and it started raining it in did. Miami. Oh, my God. Yep. Like, okay. that's just God. I watched oh that this God. morning too. But yeah. that was dope. Usher, man, last night, just the production, the showmanship, the hmm. catalog of music he got. 
I felt like it was the best one I've ever seen. I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Usher in 93. This is before, I mean, I said Michael Jackson in 93. This is before they had all the, yeah. the things that they can do. And that's number one for co- me. Like, they, they didn't have none of that in 93. But that's why it's hard to compare. But Michael still had stunt doubles popping up on the top of the Crazy. stage. Yeah, and the he was that. in the crowd. And them, them stunt doubles look so terrible now when no, you watch they, it. Uh-uh. Go back and watch now. You're like, that clearly was not Michael. Uh-uh. Okay. Well, well, when I was in the moment, I thought it was. And he just stood there for mad long, and people cried, and, and, and cheered and like crazy. Time. What are you talking about? They was more. They was there for him. That's right. I, I well, Usher, Usher was better. Let's Even discuss. the football players cried. 800-585-1051 is the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with the Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Jess Hilarious, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. If you're just joining us, we're talking about the Super Bowl last night. We're actually talking about Usher Bowl. Now, mm-hmm. we were talking about where do you rank Usher's performance uh, from, I guess, all the Super Bowls that you've seen or, 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 or can Google. Um, and that is the question this morning. 800-585-1051. Let's start Jess, with you, Jess. Yeah, Jess, you're much younger than us, right? What's the yes. best Super Bowls you've seen? I'm, I'm sorry. Um... Cause I'm gonna say I'm sorry first, cause y'all not gonna agree. But Beyonce and Bruno killed it with a little bit of Coldplay at the end. Oh, I remember that. Um, yeah, I remember yes, uh, Rihanna. You didn't, like, you didn't like the Beyonce with, uh, when she brought out Destiny's Child. Yeah, but I just like Beyonce when she when she did Formation, and mm-hmm. then she it was mixed with Bruno, and cause he can dance too, he's such a powerhouse. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Coldplay, it just seemed like he he was just there. But them two, like collectively, okay. that that was dope. Um, Rihanna. I actually like that. Mm-hmm. Um, even though everybody was talking, you know, crap a little bit because Shane really, Shane really like dance. Yeah, yeah, she yeah, was yeah. pregnant, but it was unity. It was like it was so uniform that mm-hmm. everybody had on red, and it was like a big statement. And she sounded good. Mm-hmm. And last night in Usher, to be mm-hmm. honest, that yeah, uh, Michael Jackson because I did watch that. I mean, I was one year old when mm-hmm. it happened, but I watched it over the years. And um, yeah, I would say those are my four favorite. Yeah, mine is, uh, like I said, Michael Jackson in 93, Dre and Snoop 2022, Beyonce in 2013. Number one for me has been Prince for a long time because, I, like I keep saying, he played Purple Rain and it started yeah. raining, it y'all. Yeah, I remember not that. no freaking no, no, effects. No, yeah, not no effects. Yeah. God was, was raining, like, nah, yeah. let me add a little something. Yeah. Let me add a little, a little seasoning sauce, to, little your, sauce, to, your, sauce, to your show, yeah. Prince. Yeah. That, you can't beat that. But, you. man... Usher man, last night that was the best production I've ever seen at the Super Bowl, man. Okay. I would do, I would do top three. I, I think for myself, Michael Jackson's still number one. I just mm-hmm. remember that feeling of watching it and then wanting to do the moonwalk and everything after. Yeah. But when I you go back that. and watch his production, pales in comparison. To Usher. It was 1993. That is true. The technology was different. <laughs> the technology yeah, was way different. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I, and then I think Prince is up there. Because the Prince with the Purple Rain, it, it was just like Come I couldn't, on, man. couldn't believe it. Come like, on, man. yeah. And, and then you got Usher, like. Usher killed it. Just the roller skating, the, mm-hmm. the stripper poles, mm-hmm. the dancing, the you it know, was the, like the different a, guests. Like a circus, like a you know, like a yes. soul circus. Yes, yeah, so, so much going on. It was on. a lot. Yeah, and yeah. and I didn't mean that in you know in a crazy way, but yeah, like it was a lot. It was like a big party. Mm-hmm. It was performance, like you said. It was effects, all of this. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. Usher performance was so good, it actually made the major priest outfit look all right. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. Okay, never mind. No, yeah. it didn't. No, it didn't. Yeah. What are you talking about? I don't know what he's talking about. He better not come here wearing it. I'm <laughs> <laughs> <Up> Halloween. <laughs> yeah. Hello, who's this? Rachel, how y'all doing? Rachel, good morning. What you think about Usher uh, halftime performance? I didn't wait to get in my car this morning. I prayed this was the question. Charlemagne has never been more right in his life. Mm. Okay. Nobody's messing with Usher. How old are you, mama? Okay. 
I am 49, be 50 this year. I called y'all before. I'm from Unk Place in Harlem, the juice bar. Yep. So, so, so you've been around. You, you see yeah. them like us. Yeah. You've seen a lot of these Super Bowl halftime shows. A lot of them, and I don't care if the Beehive gets mad, the Swift whoever. Swifties. Usher took them back. He did his thing. He I made agree. me emotional. Okay. Thank you, Mom. Uh, I agree. Yeah. Hello. Who's this? It's Coach Wall. 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 What's up, man? What you think about Usher's performance last night? How do you rank it? Man, I rank it. I don't know, Charlemagne tripping on that one. It was not top three, but it was good. He put on for Georgia, though. So where's it at? Then? He definitely did put on for Atlanta. If it ain't top three, you got to name me three better right now. And don't say 50 Cent hanging upside down. <laughs> you got to name <laughs> no, me three better. I like Michael. Okay. Yes. Prince and okay. Beyonce. Yes. Which Beyonce won? 2013? Yep. Okay. Listen, I'm not mad at any of those. Even though I think Usher was better than all of them. I need to go back and watch the 2013 one. Yes. Because what, what year was her and Bruno? Her and Bruno was after 2013. It was like right. 16. Like it might have been the very next year, 2014, 2015, maybe. I don't okay. Remember. I thought it was I 16. Hello, who's this? TJ from Atlanta. Hey, from Atlanta. What's up, man? TJ. We're asking Usher's performance. Where do you rank it, brother? Um, top three, definitely between him, Mike, and uh, Prince. I got to kind of give it to Mike because if you remember, no one knew which Mike was coming out first. Like, he <laughs> yeah. played in like two different spots. That's what I was saying. That was and the stunt doubles. And he popped it off. And he popped it off. Yes, yeah. that was the stunt double. They say in that performance actually made uh, performers start really putting money and investing into their halftime performance. It was like that was the start of it. Yeah. Yeah, you got to give it to Mike. Even though Prince had that purple ring, I don't know, everyone got goosebumps during that time. But, but. See, but see, that's what I mean. Like, we're, we're basing it off nostalgia, right? Like, I got Prince number one, mm -hmm. but I got it because he was playing Purple Rain and it started raining. started raining. I'm just talking about a pure production. Prince production wasn't near Michael and Usher's. They didn't have technology like that. No. Prince was in 20, 2007. Yeah, but we're 2023. It's not like uh, Usher was out there with AI, bro. He just had a big production. He had a big production. I got, I, I don't know, man. I, I I got Usher number one. I got to give it to Usher. I I, I don't want to say right now because I don't want to be a president. You got Usher number one? It was an instant classic I for me. I watched it and I said, this is the best halftime show I've ever seen. That's the first thing my, my mind said. Okay. Well, this is the thing. Okay. Did you watch it again? Did you watch it for the second time? Yeah, you no? got to watch it. Because I watched no, it again watch and it again. it's even better the second time. Even with you, the you original get to see Alicia Note, you, the original one all overall, when you... <laughs> when they live sing, I actually enjoyed the live singing. Okay. I was happy that Usher sang live. Mm -hmm. I was happy Alicia sang live, even if her voice cracked a little bit. Yeah. Like, Just the one time. None of that bothered me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, 800-585-1051. Okay. We're talking about the Super Bowl last night. Usher's halftime performance. Where do you rank it? What's your thoughts? Let's discuss. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. If y'all talking about it, you know we talking about it. It's Topic Time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Jess Hilarious, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. If you're just joining us, we're talking about Usher's halftime performance last night. We're just asking, where do you rank it? And we got uh, Janaya on the line. Is that your name, Mama? Janaya. Janaya. I'm sorry, Janaya. Where do you rank Usher's halftime <laughs> performance? Listen, I'm a dancer. I'm 36 years old. And from the entertainment standpoint, he's definitely up there top three. Mm-hmm. Who, who else you got? For sure. Who's your Michael other? and Prince. I agree. Michael and Prince. Okay. Mm 
Damn, over Beyonce? Yeah. And you a yeah. dancer? Be- I mean, Beyonce is definitely in the conversation. She's definitely top five. But entertainment-wise, like, what he did last night, the way he brought Atlanta, that man had stripper pose on the Super Bowl so Sunday. Glad. God bless Usher for that. <laughs> they and he took his shirt off. Forget Janet Jackson. He showed his nips and tick, 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 tick. Come on now. He definitely showed his nips. You know, you know, Come on now. You know, on the side note, that was a bet. If if Usher was gonna show his nipples or not? Really? Yeah. How much no, you want? You made I, that. I, I didn't win. I didn't win. My son called me. He was like, "Dad, you think Usher gonna show his nipple?" I'm like, "What? What are you talking about? You, how much you and Logan won?" Yeah, he was like, "Nah, cause it's a bet." I'm like, "I don't know." I said, "I don't think he gonna show his nipple." I said, "With all the nipple gay stuff, he ain't gonna show his nipple." And he did. He did. My son lost. <laughs> Logan, you. Yo, you son bet on Usher yeah. nipples. Yeah. You might as well put Logan in the group chat now, man. <laughs> Logan, that's the kind of conversation you having with your daddy. He done turned you out, Logan. Hey, yo. Oh you was keeping him straight, Logan. Now you got your little crooked, huh? <laughs> Hello, who's this? K.O. from Detroit. K.O., what up, though? We're talking about uh, Usher last night. It's halftime performance. What's your thoughts? I, I, w- I wasn't too impressed, man. You wasn't impressed? Yeah, I wasn't too impressed. Why, why not, brother? I feel like, I feel like he, he could have did better. Yeah, that's what I'd you said. When, 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 you, when, you, when he took his shirt off and your girl was like, oh, my God. And you was like, oh, he can do that. You start hating, <laughs> he man. Huh? Right over God. Right over God. <laughs> yeah, right, We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and Brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags-to-riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. 
Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm, 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 actually, I'm actually single though, so I wouldn't even worry so, about no. So what specifically, you, what specifically do you think he should do? Did he miss songs? What you think he could have did better? It's probably, probably, probably the songs or, or probably even performed the songs even better because mm-hmm. it, it was like a six-minute show and I, I just, it, it was too short for... for it was 15 of, minutes. It was, it was the longest, longest <laughs> halftime show in, in Super Bowl history. history. Yeah, it was the longest. It was, yeah. Hater. No. It would just be talking, man. Yeah. It want to be different. Yeah. Hello? Who's this? Hello? Hello. Hey, what's your name? Hey, my name is Franny. I'm hey. Hey, Franny. What's your thoughts on Usher's uh, halftime performance? Um, I think it was good. I would probably give it like a seven and a half, eight out of ten. Only because I think with some of the performances, um, I like the one with him and Alicia Keys. I, I didn't understand the one with him and her. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if he did a song with her before or I don't know. I just know she was playing a guitar. And, but I think with the end was the best part of the show. Um, to me, I just feel like, you know, it's Usher. So I feel like give the old school something to remind them, like, you know, who you are still today. Because he have new songs out, and I just understand why he didn't perform some of his new songs. And then to find out at the end of the show, like, in the commercial, I think they said that he have an album coming out. And I'm like, well, why he didn't perform some of his new songs? His album came out Friday. Yeah, so came out Friday. Well, fire. So why not? Why I, I just understand why he doesn't perform. Like I don't know. I was look, I was looking for him to play good, good. You know, he could have brought out the song. I like the song what he did with the City Girls. But then also let the you know Gen Z don't know like who Usher is because you know they probably don't know about you know all the good music that we know of Usher coming up. So you know for us, we should have got some of the new stuff for the for the new generation. They should got some of the old stuff, which was good. But then. It was just a lot going on with the show as well. He was switching in and out. I think like he'll play a song, then three or five seconds later it switched. And I was like, wait, 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 that was my song. Then he was switching in. I was like, wait, 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 what's going on here? So I say like it was good, but I think he should have put some different songs in and let them play longer, especially some of the good ones that he had. Okay. But I also think like he should have performed some of his. I think he should perform some of his new songs that he have out. I mean, I disagree with you, but. Nah, yeah. I think yeah. no. I'm, I'm gonna disagree with that too. I do now. What I will say, I think him and Alicia went too long. I mean, like mm-hmm. that took like maybe three or four minutes of his performance. You know what I mean? Is it that long? It, it was like three minutes because she came on with some people. You know, she didn't left that, that yeah, out. You didn't have to crack went. your voice like that. They, Why you no, do that? I, I, I mean, well, some people. There you go. You there know, you go. yeah. They could have left that part out, and then he, maybe he could have got lovers and friends. Lovers and friends. John. That's what I was looking for. Lovers. Maybe and friends. he could have did that. But either way, yeah, we didn't need. It didn't hurt, but we didn't need no, it didn't Alicia hurt. Keys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, it didn't hurt. Yeah, yeah I, I, but my boo was one of my actual Ooh. was one of my favorite songs mm-hmm. by them both. So, but just her song. And Usher and her do have a song together. 
It's on the Color Purple soundtrack. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Alicia and Usher, they no, got a Usher slave song? Oh, Usher her. Her. Oh, her. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like I like what he did with her. Though. Yeah, he let her do her thing. Hello, who's this? This is Michelle from Englewood. Hey, Michelle hey, from Michelle. Englewood. What's your thoughts, mama? The top, I agree with Charlotte. I agree. It is the top three for me. Mm-hmm. And he showed up and showed out. He showed up and showed out. But I just want to say to you guys, I love you guys. Just my little niece from another sister, congratulations. Thank you, mama. You know, that you are, you remind me of a cousin that I have here. Thank and you. I'm like, oh my gosh, she has embodied you here. But I am so happy for you. You are the great fit. I'm glad they picked you. And Thank Mr. you. Summer, I got that family song, 843. Hey. <laughs> Low country <laughs> all day. Somerville, South Carolina, one of my first cousins has a pest control business on Highway 17. Oh, okay. Salute to everybody yes, on Eric Highway 17. What's his name? Eric Sellers Sr. Okay, okay. Salute to yes, Eric. Yes, but I will, I will say R.B. Stall is the best high school over there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, mama. And what's the more little story? Know, I, was on a, uh, I was on a JetBlue flight uh, coming back, and I was watching the Super Bowl on the flight, and uh, the woman named Beth was raving about Jess too. The flight attendant named Beth. She lived oh, in Connecticut. Yeah. Salute to Beth. Wow. Beth was like, I, I love Jess. That's like my cousin in my head. I'm glad that y'all picked her. <laughs> there you go. Thank you, Beth from JetBlue. Yeah, salute to Beth from JetBlue. Are you going to discuss and, next hour why you went to uh, no, LA? not right now. And then another one of the flight <laughs> attendants said to me, um, what did you think of the Super Bowl performance? I was like, I don't know, man. That might have been the best one I ever seen. He goes, relax, relax. <laughs> okay, all right. Beyonce was better. I don't know if it was better than Beyonce. <laughs> so right. yeah, like you said, the moral of the story I think is that we have to we can't do a top three. It has to be a top four. Michael Jackson, Prince, Beyonce, Usher. I mean, not in that order, but yeah, whatever but I got what you, you want to do. Yep. But those those four are the greatest. Four, I agree. Usher greatest. and Prince tied for number one for me right now, okay. and then in no order, Beyonce, Dre, and Snoop, Michael Jackson. Mm. But Dre and Snoop? It, to me, that was an instant yeah. classic. I got watching those five. Usher. Yeah, I got those. That was five. an instant classic last night, and in my mind. That was the best halftime show I've ever seen in my life last Okay. Night. Okay. All right. Well, we got Jess with the mess coming up. What are we talking about? Yes. Oh, my God. It's really real juicy. All right. It's a documentary out here. Look. <laughs> it's a documentary on the loose show. It's going to be so good. All right. Well, we'll talk about it next. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Uh, morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Jess Hilarious. Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get mm-hmm. to Jess with the mess. Okay, so there is a documentary called The Dark Side of Kids TV's Investigation uh, Discovery released a trailer for their upcoming documentary, Quiet on Set. The Dark Side of TV is a four-part docuseries that will reveal an inappropriate dynamics with its underage stars and crew. We got audio for it. Working for Dan was like being in an abusive relationship. Dan's treatment of people on his shows was an open secret. There would be even bigger problems down the line with actual pedophiles on set. These are three Mm -hmm. predators who worked at Nickelodeon, all in a short amount of time. 11 charges of child sexual abuse related to a child actor. Wow. And and shows, uh, this series will feature cast and crew members from popular Nickelodeon shows like All That, mm. The Amanda Show, Double Dare, Zoe 101, iCarly, and Victorious. That's Where crazy. the hell is Dan Snyder at now? 
I don't know. You got see where he at. You know people. Damn. Yeah. I don't know where he at now though. But that's um, crazy. I really hope that's not where the concept of sliming someone came from. First of all, Lord have mercy. I know, Jesus. and I, I don't know. I'm at to call Nick Cannon. I wonder if Nick Cannon saying anything or heard this, anything. this before Nick time though, right? Yeah, this way before Nick time. Yeah, oh, was but he it was. On there? It was. Yeah, he was on there, but it was like it was all throughout. You know, it said all that and like that wasn't that was back, but that wasn't like Nick Cannon was on all that. No, no, no. He, oh. no, he wasn't on all that. <laughs> But um, he was very much around. You know what I'm saying? That's scary. Yeah, because iCarly is rather new. Zoe 101 is rather new. You know, mm-hmm. these these shows are like shows that my son still watch. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, yeah. Oh, no, he was on all that. Yeah, well, yeah, but he just wasn't a main character. But he was there. Amanda Bynes. Yeah, he's on all that of season them. five. I'm looking at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, um, that is scary. Could you imagine you have kids and you think Nickelodeon is this happy, fun place? And yeah, I yeah. guess anything could happen anywhere. Man, but you damn, can't trust scary. your kids around nobody, but especially been, in Hollywood. Absolutely. Nah, it's been kids coming out over the years. I, I believe Amanda Bynes is the first one to actually speak. Well, not not the first, but she's the most popular kid to actually speak about something like this. Um, And it just kind of fell to the wayside. Nobody ever like paid it any mind. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'm glad there is a documentary and reshed a light on something like this especially if it is true that's right um more news Lotto denies Sunday service as a diss track uh Lotto Lotto wanted to clear up some things about her new single um Sunday service she went on live baby did nobody say that song no fucking hum did nobody say that y'all just be just jumping to fucking conclusions then be mad at me bitch I ain't never said that it's a motherfucking in there but I ain't said that with no fucking diss song and I and I did not say that it was bad homage in the song they asked me blog said lot of new track da, da, da. i'm reading this shit like who the f- said that be mad at yourself for believing your own assumptions i ain't never said that song with no this song who the f- said that song was a this song y'all know how i get down with the this song stop playing yeah i mean and uh, to to her point i when i heard sunday service i mean i did say it was like I say it was weak, but I was just like, I mean, th- those two or three little bars, four b- bars about just spice. Just bar. I, ju- I just felt mm-hmm. like, you know, that was a little smack on the wrist. She could really go in if it was a diss. Mm-hmm. Th- like, we know a lot of But then we- I s- remember I said last week, I said she yeah. was in a Sprinter and she was playing a snippet. Is this probably the video that the Sprinter be having? Because yeah. if you ever go in a Sprinter, they just always have videos on. Right, right, right. And that's the ex- exact same thing she said. She said it wasn't going to Ice Spice. full-fledged diss track, but she did imply that it possibly could be a lot of smoke i mean, I mean she but, pulled up to the bronx in 20 different ubers i mean but you know this know was I mean? after line. Are, yeah. are the 20 car services but this was after. Car she went to the bronx yeah. but, but ice is the one that went and you know made it like that um you put me in the back of your little weak eye snippet like that's yeah. what she said you yeah. know what that's i'm saying like and, uh-huh. yeah she you put me in the back of your little weak eye snippet okay. hey who that's plus one was said. ice spice last night at the <laughs> super bowl taylor cousin they that cool she i don't opened know. up for taylor on on Tour. They did. Uh, remember? Yeah. Y'all okay, remember okay. that? I actually no. reported that up here. Yeah, they had a song. They had a song? They had a yeah, song had a too. Song. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Taylor gonna be on Fart Remix America. Y'all For knew sure. that? But that's oh, what I'm man. saying. Ice Ice Spice actually said Fart was a diss track before anybody even figured that out. Mm-hmm. And people were still like in question, like, it is? You know what I mean? So I mean that could have been about anything, but um Lotto also went on um Million Dollars Worth of Game, shout out to uh, Gillian Wallow, and she clarified it more. Ice Spice being in the back in that video was that the wreck here? <laughs> yeah, you came right to it. Huh? I did not do that on purpose. Right. Okay. But f- it, like. And she took it like you did it on purpose. Okay. Well then, let's do it then. Like it wasn't like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like that. I swear to God, like it wasn't like that. My drum in Houston having a ball, leaving yeah. the club drunk. F- on. 
Mm-hmm. Let me make a little TikTok to this song I like. So before she came out and said she was talking about you, did you know she was talking about you? Oh no, I didn't know that song was about me till she said it was yeah. about me. I don't <laughs> mind the the, the rapping sport of it. This yeah, is a sport. For sure. Yeah. This is like basketball. Oh, you say you better than me. Take these bars with you. Now let me hear what you got. She get and she did give Ice Spice bars on this record. She yeah. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple of them. So, I mean, if somebody tell me, if somebody say like, because I, I what I think is Sunday service was probably already done. Like she was already done. It was done. She was just probably like waiting to put it out. You know what I mean? Doing all the promo for it. Mm-hmm. And then Ice Spice says, "Fart was about you." All right, let me go back in the booth and put. You know what I mean? <laughs> let me go back in the booth and give you a bar. Too. You know what I mean? Give you a bar too. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? I, I just I feel like. So it's so his and Nicki Minaj diss record because all Nicki got was a bar. Maybe no, two. It, it was a diss record, but I think she dissed everybody. Okay, Nicki yeah, was just okay. the only one who hit, who felt it that hard, okay, and talked okay. about it for a week. That was it. You know what I mean? But nobody else that she talked about other people in there. They just didn't say anything. That's true. Um, moving forward, Jada Pinkett Smith scares off home invaders. So TMZ <laughs> reported that two men in hoodies showed up to Jada Pinkett Smith's house. Uh, it wasn't the Calabasas home that she shared with Will Smith. Um, they climbed up on her balcony, but Jada reported. Uh, Jada reported scared them she reported Lee y'all come on spell it right scared them off before they could enter the home I wonder what she did she mean like, what she did she from Baltimore she, I she understand you. but like she yeah she me but at the same time she's what so what you little. doing out there that'll make you run right there so this, this is not the house that she has a will that, no no that, no no, no. Okay. nope and police were called but the men were gone by the time the police arrived Um, it's unclear if the men specifically targeted, targeted Jada's home or if it was just it's a random the men attempt were <laughs> targeted. <laughs> no. if the men were retarded. <laughs> if they specifically targeted Jada's home, Jesus. or if it was a random attempt to rob a wealthy home, but mm-hmm. um, we got audio back then from when y'all audio? was trying. Yeah, oh, oh, no, this is audio. Of y'all. Audio no, this is of y'all saying I, I, she I wish like... you had audio of the targeted burglar. Could you imagine? <laughs> that would be amazing. Play the audio, Red. Yeah, take off the drug dealer, yeah. Cole Jada. You... Is that a drug dealer? <laughs> giving drug dealer energy. I'm giving you. You know, I never, I never, when I when I read that in the book, I was like, Jada Pinkett Smith was in the streets like that. But when you walked in, I'm like, oh, I see it. <laughs> I see a little kingpin. Oh, a little kingpin. I'm sorry about that. I so, can see her doing that. Can I help you, my guy? My guy, why you here, my guy? First of all, that's New York. I'm Baltimore. Yeah, so she was like, why you here, dummy? What it is? What's up? What you doing? Yo? What's up? Who is you? You know what I mean? Baltimore has some of the toughest, softest women I ever met in my Absolutely. life. Absolutely. The what? The toughest, toughest softest. But soft. Now, I don't mean soft like, you know, they push over. I mean like soft hearted. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, w- I would say I'm one of them. Duh. <laughs> but yeah, I just want to know how it happened. How she scared off two, two niggas in hoodies. Yo. Two tarted niggas in hoodies. No, no. <laughs> two tarted dummies in hoodies. Oh my gosh. All right. Yeah, but that is just with the mess. All right. Charlamagne, who you give me a doggy to, man? Man, four after the hour, we need uh, Representative Matt Gates, Representative Mike Loychick, and uh, conservative pundit CJ Pearson to come to the front of the congregation. They have a problem with the black national anthem, y'all. Mm. We'll discuss. Oh boy. All right. We'll get to that next. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. You're checking out the Breakfast Club. This is America. There is no question that there are problems in this country between police and community. Yes, you are 
a donkey. The latest on that police killing of a black man. Now to new developments in the deadly spa shooting rampage. Uh, and yesterday was a really bad day for him, and this is what he did. And so we are in a state of emergency. Okay, white supremacist violence is and always has been the number one threat to our society. But I'm also very proud that my wife is white. My wife is white. To the Breakfast Club, bitches. All right, Charlene, please tell me, why was I your donkey of the day? Well, donkey of the day for Monday, February 12th, goes to Representative Matt Gates of Florida. Uh, excuse me, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm disgusted. That's disgusting. I'm so sorry. Oh. Representative Mike Loychik, conservative pundit C.J. Pearson, and everybody else who had their uh, Fruit of the Looms in a bunch because the NFL let Andre Day perform Lift Every Voice and commonly... Uh, lift every voice and sing commonly known as the black national anthem now last night just like at many a sporting event more than one national anthem was sang okay they do it all the time especially in boxing if there's a fighter from another country someone will do their national anthem i've seen the canadian national anthem the mexican national anthem saying it happens all the time mm -hmm. and in a sport that has a very high percentage of black players performing the black national anthem makes sense to me and andrea day performed it last night can we hear a little bit of the black national anthem please Lift every voice and Come through, Andrea. Till earth and heaven mm. with the Rep Matt, Representative Matt Gates said on X, they're desecrating America's national anthem by playing something called the Black National Anthem. Mike Loichick said, there's no such thing as a Black National Anthem. We are all Americans united by our great and beautiful star-spangled banner. The Super Bowl is supposed to bring us together. It's a disgrace that the NFL decided to push the politics of racial division again. C.J. Pearson wrote on X, before tonight's Super Bowl, as a young, black, and proud American, let me make myself clear, there is only one national anthem. As there is only one United States of America, and it's for everyone, white, black, yellow, and even maroon. He said the left's agenda of division isn't just needless, it's exhausting. Listen, man, have any of y'all ever stopped to think there would be no division if y'all didn't cause it? If they would simply acknowledge the Black National Anthem for what it is, okay, <laughs> there wouldn't be an issue. And what it is, is a promise of the freedom, liberty, and justice America promised all people under the Constitution, okay? It was written at a crucial time in American history, all right, when Jim Crow was replacing slavery and African Americans were searching for an identity of their own. Author and activist James Weldon Johnson wrote the words as a poem which his brother John Rosamond Johnson then set to music. So if you believe in the freedom of all Americans, if you believe in equality for all Americans, if you truly do believe in liberty and justice for all, the lift every voice and sing wouldn't bother you. Not even a little bit, okay? It was first performed in Jacksonville, Florida to celebrate President Abraham Lincoln's birthday. Abraham Lincoln, you know him, right? He issued the Emancipation Proclamation that freed the slaves. The song was written as a hopeful appeal for the liberty of black Americans. It was the promise of freedom. If you don't like the song, then you simply don't like seeing black people free. <laughs> I don't expect Matt Gates and Mike Lloydchick to know this, but C.J. Pearson, you're a black person. You have to know this, okay? Lift every voice and sing is so American, and it's not something you should look at as anti-American. If you do indeed believe that there should be freedom, liberty, and justice for all people. If you believe that, then you should look at this song the same way you look at the National Anthem and the Star Spangled Banner. Not to mention, Reba McIntyre sang the National Anthem. And Post Malone did America the Beautiful. So all aspects of America were represented last night. So I don't understand how come when people from other countries come here and participate in sporting events and their National Anthem is sang, it don't bother nobody. But anytime black people get some acknowledgement as proud citizens of this country, it's a problem. 
Imagine Matt Gates. Imagine Mike Loychik. Imagine CJ Pearson. Imagine y'all simply said, it's great to see the Black National Anthem acknowledged at the Super Bowl. Think about how that acknowledgement would bring people together. You know we live in a world full of sheep and folks just be sitting around waiting to know how to feel about things. They literally go on social media and wait to know how to feel about certain things and events. If you all had simply said, good for the NFL, for acknowledging our black Americans with the black national anthem, that would collectively bring people together. But like most things black in this country, you simply tried to write it out of history and tell people that it doesn't really exist. You all could have created energy and rhetoric that caused unity, but instead you decided to cause division. Please give Mac Matt Gates, Mike Loychik, and CJ Pearson the biggest hee haw. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's just as exhausting uh, as y'all think the left agenda of division is, mm. Mm. in my opinion. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, that's thank you for that donkey today. Mm -hmm. Now, when we come back, Dr. Kamisha Grant will be joining us. She is the uh, Vice President for Community Impact and Investment Food Bank for New York City. That's right. Salute to the Food Bank, man. I'm, I'm doing a, a, a very great partnership with the food bank that we'll talk about next. Yep, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Thank you, Charlemagne, for not calling the brother dead. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, indeed. She is the Vice President of Community Impact and Investment Food Bank for New York City. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Dr. Kamisha Grant. Welcome. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. Good morning. How are you today? I am good. Mm -hmm. I am well. Thank you. I feel good. I'm excited to be here and mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to talking about the work that we're doing at Food Bank for New York City and our partnership. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about it. What does the food bank do? So Food Bank for New York City, we are the largest hunger relief organization in New York City. We serve 1.2 million New Yorkers every year who struggle to afford enough food. Mm -hmm. So simply put, we have 800 organizations across the city that provide free food to anybody in need. All you need to do is just get online and you attest to need just by being there. You know? I, I was blown away when I went, uh, you know, last year in Harlem because, you know, not only, like you said, not only do y'all have a line of people that y'all serve hot meals to, you actually provide groceries. We absolutely yeah. do, Charlamagne. And thank you for coming out and doing that visit. Groceries are so important because they allow families to cook at home. Mm -hmm. And that's where we want people to eat. We want mm -hmm. them to be in their kitchens, over their tables, with their families, eating together, loving on one another. And so it's really important for us that we're not only providing that individual who shows up on the line with that grocery bag, but in that bag, there's enough food for their entire family absolutely. to last over a number of days. How, how, how long has the food bank been around? Wow, we've been in existence for 40 years. We celebrated 40 years this year. Mm -hmm. And... Um, um, in that time, we've done uh, free meals for every year uh, since our existence. And so we're, we're going to continue to do that work. How did you get into that work? Like, how did you get into that form of service? Um, so I've been with the Food Bank for 10 years now. And mm -hmm. for me, it's personal. Um, I grew up in NYCHA housing. Uh, we were on food stamps. My mom was a single mom. And, you know, we worked. She worked really hard to make sure we had what we needed. Um, and so for me, it's very personal. And, and it's my passion. And I want to make sure that I can give back the same way that when we needed help, we were able to get that help. So you always had an interest in like hunger relief and food security prior to even being with the food bank. Yeah, I have my interest and passion is about service, right? Mm -hmm. And so for me, it's service and being able to serve wherever that is needed. My background is in social work. Mm -hmm. And so um, I'm my heart is really into serving and making sure that everyone has exactly what they need. And so through the Food Bank in New York City, I'm allowed and able to do that through food. How does the food bank get its food? How do they get their resources? Is it the government program or is it all independent? 
Um, it's a combination of both, right? And so we work with New York State, New York City, mm-hmm. private donors. And so every dollar helps and affords us to be able to do the work that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really important for us that we're able to get donations. And every dollar that we get allows us to buy five meals for somebody who's hungry. And so it's Every really, dollar, five every, meals? Every dollar, wow. five meals. And so no amount is too small, mm-hmm. right? There's no donation that's too small. We encourage anybody who's willing to support our mission to come on and help us out because um, any amount can actually make a great impact. How, how have hunger and like food issues changed for better or worse since, since working there? Um, you know, I think the pandemic, as we all you know saw and witnessed, really made more people um, end up on our lines. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people lost their jobs during the pandemic and are still reeling from the impact. Um, and so loss of work, uh, I think coupled with increased cost of living, rent increases, so a lot of the families that we work with, they're making really tough choices. Mm-hmm. Should I pay rent or should I buy food? And, you know, seniors are looking at medication costs. They're like, can I get my medication today or should I eat? And so we know that our families are making really tough decisions every day. Correct me if I'm wrong in this, but it feels like organizations like the food bank, like they're the ones that should be getting all of the funding, right? Like if like these elected officials can't figure out how to, you know, put food on people's plates, just give the resources, meaning the money to the people who are already doing it so y'all can just continue to do what y'all do. Yeah. And, you know, thankfully, we are we are getting a lot of resources Mm -hmm. and support in our work. Um, You know, we know our constituents and their needs. And so that's a really important factor. We want to make sure that we can meet them where they are. Um, It's not just food. Right. Anybody Mm -hmm. can help to, you know, give people just food. But we want to make sure they're getting the types of foods that they want. We want to make sure that the food is nutritious. So we give a large percentage of produce, fresh produce, because it's super expensive to buy in a supermarket. Mm-hmm. We want to make sure that there's culturally relevant food. And so we know that New York City is a melting pot. And so we want to ensure that not only are people getting a meal, but that they're getting the types of foods that really work for themselves and their families. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask, uh, when people need food, how does it work? Do they have to write you a letter? Can they just come online? How many times can they come online per week? How does that work? Because, you know, it's, you know, the sad thing about it is, is you know, back in the day, people might look down on it. So they might be they might not want to go online and be seen online. So how does that work with the food bank? Yeah, you're absolutely right. And I mean, the first word that comes to mind for me and for Food Bank for New York City is dignity. Mm-hmm. And we serve with dignity. And so you attest to need by just showing up. We, When you show up on any one of the lines of our over 800 pantries across the city, you're not going to be asked a bunch of questions, right? You are going to get what you need. There are two questions that we want to know. How many people are in your household? One, because we want to give you enough food to serve your entire household, right? And so just some basic information. Um, and, and if you don't want to give us your name, you don't even have to do that. Mm. And so it really is using discretion to ensure that when people come, they get what they need and they feel good about coming back because that's what's most important. All right, we have more with Dr. Kamisha Grant when we come back. She's the Vice President for Community Impact and Investment Food Bank for New York City. We'll kick it with her with some more when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Jess Hilarious, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Dr. Kamisha Grant. She's the Vice President for Community Impact and Investment Food Bank for New York City. Now, you mentioned food. Is it outside of food as well? Is it uh, toilet paper? Is it, you know, feminine products, things like that as well or no? Yes, absolutely. Um, And so those items, and thank you for asking that, are really important for people who are food insecure. One, because you cannot buy those non-food items with your SNAP benefit. Mm -hmm. Um, And SNAP, as you know, I'm sure is 
previously known as food stamps. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's really important for us to be able to have those non-food items, including baby items mm -hmm. and diapers. Many of our families have small children in their homes. Um, and so you can go to any one of our pantries and also be able to receive those items as well. And additionally, we also at Food Bank for New York City, our goal is to ensure that we're helping the whole person. And so we have the food, but we also can assess your needs for SNAP, your eligibility for SNAP, um, and make sure that you are connected to that benefit because SNAP is the leading benefit that allows anyone who's food insecure to shop in a supermarket. Mm -hmm. And that's where we want people, not on mm -hmm. pantry lines. We want them in the supermarket. And so you can go into any one of our pantries and they can actually work to ensure that if you are eligible, that you can get connected to SNAP. The food bank has been around for, for you said 40 years, and, and I've been doing radio for 20 years, and I remember partnerships and hearing about the food bank a lot early on and then it kind of slowed down a little bit and you didn't hear about it as much was it because of the funding was it because of covid what was the reason why because it seemed like it slowed down and i'm starting to hear it more and more and more now yeah we've been doing this work we've been steady uh, for unfortunately for the past 40 years mm -hmm. um and i think just as you said the increase and the influx really tied to the pandemic and also tied to the migrant crisis right mm -hmm. and just to re really um you know underscore asking, and i asked that after can migrants go as well yes yes anybody anybody can go just don't and, let them cut the line yes over people anybody that's from here anybody so, can go it's gonna be world war three if you do that yeah there's a very there's a very our organizations have a, a very fair process and so they mm -hmm. are very intentional they mm -hmm. perform and you've seen our line Charlemagne. you've mm -hmm. been out um and so they form the lines and just make sure that everyone is there they're getting what they need you can get water while you're waiting in line again it's about dignity it's about service it's about people feeling comfortable mm -hmm. um and knowing that this service is here for you and we want to make sure that you understand that and if you need it again that you feel good to come back and what are we doing because you know I, I saw the work that the food bank was doing man and i feel like that's one of the biggest things you know that people are that just want they're trying to keep food on their table so you know y'all are doing that so i want to help you know uh, you know uh, amplify that as much as i can so what are we doing we are working together, Charlemagne. Right. We are so excited for this partnership. Um, as you just stated, you have seen what we do, and you have come on board to be one of our ambassadors, and mm -hmm. we are so excited to have you. Uh, your platform is one that will help us to elevate the voices really around this issue. And so we're really grateful to have you as a partner. Uh, we're going to put you to work now. So Let's do get it. ready. <laughs> Let's do it. Get ready. But we want to make sure that we can keep the word out there about the need in our city around food insecurity. And we want to make sure that as many people who want to get involved, as many celebrities, as many just everyday people walking around who want to get involved know how they can do that. And okay. Keenan, Keenan, Keenan Thompson is one of the ambassadors as Absolutely. well, Absolutely. Right? Keenan mm -hmm. is our ambassador as well. So you guys will be working together. Mm -hmm. And as I said, we're going to keep you busy. So we hope you up for it. Let's do it. I mean, I'm all about keeping food on people's tables, keeping food in people's stomachs, man. Because every time you have conversations with everyday working class people, all they care about is upward mobility. And, and it's the basic necessities, right? Keeping a roof over their head, keeping food on their on plate. So y'all do a great job of doing that. So I'm very happy to uh, be a part of what y'all doing. We're so excited. And so can, excited to have you on board. How can people get involved? If they want to get involved, how can they help? How can they donate? How can they volunteer? How can they? Great question, Evie. Um, I would say the first thing you want to do is go to our website. Mm -hmm. So www.foodbanknyc.org. Um, on our website, you can actually find ways to donate. You can mm -hmm. find ways to volunteer and to get involved in the fight and really elevate your voice using our advocacy platforms. And so that is really, those are the three key ways that anyone who is interested in helping can 
join the fight. And I think the donation part is, you know, great because, like you said, anybody can help. One dollar mm-hmm. can, can five provide food, five yeah. meals to Absolutely. people. Like, come on, That's go right. donate a dollar right now. That's like right. that costs right you nothing. Right now. Absolutely. Right. All right. Well, we appreciate you for joining us again. That's Dr. Kamisha Grant. And giving the website one more time. www.foodbanknyc.org. All right. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Thank you. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Jess Hilarious, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to Jess with the mess. Jess, 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 Donna Summers and Ozzy Osbourne didn't clear samples for Kanye West. So Ozzy Osbourne was the first person to speak out against Kanye using his record without clearance. Um, Kanye sampled a live Black Sabbath performance of War Pigs in a song talking once again that he got with uh, Ty Dolla Sign and Northy. And um, Ozzy Osbourne went on Instagram and said he asked to use permission uh, to sample a section of my song, blah, 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 and was refused perf- uh, permission because he is an anti-Semite and has caused untold heartache to many. He went ahead and used the sample anyway at his album listening party last night. I want no association with this man. Hmm. Well, Kanye can't be surprised at that. Yeah. It was interesting, though, that uh, you know Ozzy Osbourne made those statements about Kanye, but then immediately the internet started pulling up receipts on him and they said in a 1982 interview he said he kind of admired Hitler they asked him who do you think has influenced your stage show the most and he said Adolf Hitler has charisma in a bad way Mm. and I kind of admired him wow okay you know they're they're pointing out uh, what what they what they call hypocrisy that's Mm -hmm. one thing the internet will not let you do be a hypocrite they will not they'll find it yep shortly after Donna Summers estate also revealed that they denied Kanye clearance of I Feel Love by Donna Summers Um, but he still used it on his song Good Don't Die um, they shared a statement on on the official Donna Summers Instagram story. It said Kanye West asked permission to use Donna Summers' song "I Feel Love." He was denied. He changed the words, had someone else re-sing it, or used AI. But it's "I Feel Love" copyright infringement. Um, take a listen to the original number two. Mm, and then now let's play what Kanye did to it. Sounds sang over. Oh my God. Like it yes, over. but I could just, I, I could just feel mm-hmm. that it's going to be lit, that it was going to be lit. Mm-hmm. He is a genius. Well, um, a lot of people was arguing in the comments like, wow, her estate just let Beyonce use it. But I mean, they have the right to. Beyonce you know, didn't make anti-Semitic statements, y'all. That's the Come point. Come on, man. That, Why are we act so stupid and clueless that, here? I know. Like, Beyonce didn't make anti-Semitic well, regardless, statements. Regardless, it's her song. She could, she could decide who she wants to clear it for and who she doesn't want to clear it for. Yeah, her estate. Yeah. Her estate, This yeah. might impact Kanye more than anything. Mm-hmm. Like, because if he can't sample the music he Creativity. wants yeah. because you know at the end of the day music is the like the thing that he had yep. left yeah. but if they're blocking him from not being able to sample records mm-hmm. oh man that might impact him more than anything yeah. cause yeah. then what does he do just walk around looking stupid and all leather in the summer with a face mask yeah mm, no I think he would just create that'll push him to, in his creative bag I think with the, the answer to this is people should start sampling his stuff 
Without, without, I mean, without they, it's a sample they, of a sample. They do, but you know, Kanye's, Kanye's like a, a, a sampling Sample master. master. Yeah. yeah, like he's been able to pull out Dang. sounds that nobody has ever heard, and, and the way he puts them together just sounds uh. amazing. And like Charlamagne said, if he can't do that, and that's what he does, and that's yeah. what he's been doing, yeah. that's gonna hurt. What happened to the forty-minute apology he was coming out? With? Wasn't he say it was a four-hour apology? Wasn't it four hour? Something? It's supposed to be some no, long apology. Uh-uh. Like a two hour, I thought they said. What happened to it? I don't know. Mm. Jesus. I know we better be included. That's a long time. <laughs> God. All right. OJ Simpson undergoing treatment for prostate cancer. Um, OJ Simpson is currently battling prostate cancer. For those who didn't know, he's receiving chemotherapy treatment in Las Vegas. Reports were circulating that he was in hospice, and he said this to that. Hey, X World. Hospice? Hospice? You talking about hospice? <laughs> no, I, I'm not in any hospital. I don't know who put that out there, but whoever put that out there, I guess it's like the Donald Sink. Can't trust the media. Uh, in any event, I'm hosting a ton of friends for, for the Super Bowl here in Las Vegas. And all is well, <laughs> you know. So, hey, guys, take care. Have a good Super Bowl weekend. Yo, he sound like Goofy. Don't he sound like... Hospice? <laughs> he sounds just like Goofy. It's good to see that he's in good spirits, though, mm-hmm. even with um, battling the prostate cancer and everything. I wonder who stabbed him in his butt to check his prostate. First of all, what? you don't get stabbed in your butt. Or oh, poked. Oh, my God. I just got a prostate exam three weeks ago. It was definitely a poke. You got stabbed in your butt? It was a poke. One finger, a stab. It was a stab with, with a finger. What did it feel? How many fingers? Like, Two, three. Um, and is that when they make it you ain't cough? Comfortable. Yeah. No, that's they bend them over though. Oh, is that? Yeah, you gotta bend. They bend them over, yeah. put a little KY over, on it. They put the lube oh. on their finger. That one or yeah. two though. Hey, shut up! It was one. Exactly. And, you, and you need to go get yours checked if your, you haven't already. You your feel, doctor you was a man. Me. Yes, he was a man. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so would they like lube it up? Put yeah, the, lube it up. Did they hug you? Why you don't do that? Oh my god! It was definitely two. But what if your butt loose? Like they gonna need to feel around, so it's like it's quick. It's like a. He goes in and you you feel a poke and pull right out. So you didn't really feel nothing. No, nah. I felt it. <laughs> yeah, I felt all of it. I was trying to start him up. like, nah, I ain't feel it at all. He took, a pic- he took a picture after. I felt it for oh a few days, God. actually, to be honest with you. Wow. Uh, but you are free but, of everything, uh, but, though. But, 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 so I'm glad to see y'all black men getting yourselves checked. That's, that's right. good. That's yeah. one thing that we need to do. <laughs> I said we. Oh my god. We? Okay. That's one thing what? that y'all need to do. You are not dispelling none of these in that room. What you say? Every day you reinforcing <laughs> in that room is a bunch of Yo. Uh, anyway, Ashanti reacts to Nelly, Nelly losing his tooth in Vegas. Apparently, over the weekend he was having a little too much fun in Vegas, and um, apparently he lost a tooth. How old are we getting that we losing teeth? I don't know. That was a front one, a big one too. Oh my God! He called uh, Ashanti on Instagram uh, to show her, which he could have called on the phone because they're together. But he he called on Instagram and he showed her that he was missing the tooth. We got the audio for it. I didn't knock my goddamn tooth out of my mouth. Look, <laughs> where is it? I found it for you when we was in Miami. <laughs> man, that mother dog, man. Let me call that. Where are the spares? I know. <laughs> what are you talking about? Right. I had the spares. So this, clearly this this ain't the first time he lost the tooth, yo. So do, can, you, do you go partying after that, after you lost that tooth? I mean, you better go find it first. I wish Nelly would walk <laughs> up in my face. Because it's the weekend. Because where you going to get that tooth from? You can't just order a tooth off of Amazon. I don't know. I don't know. He ain't got no grills to just put them in real grills, quick. Yeah. Nelly only 49. He talking like he's 73 years old. I didn't knock my goddamn tooth out of my mouth. <laughs> I know he did sound old. He did. Oh my god! Damn dentures then fell out, man. (laughs) All right. Well, that was Jess with the mess for today. Thank you, Jess. Now uh, you've been riding around with uh, Usher's album, right? For the whole weekend. What you want?
want to hear? Let's start the mix off with Usher's new, one of his new joints off his new album. Which one here? Ruin featuring Fields. All right, we'll get into that next and we'll get to the mix. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. You're checking out The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Jess Hilarious, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's Black History Month. What we doing? Man, you know, every day during Black History Month, uh, my man B Dot drops a podcast called I Didn't Know, Maybe You Didn't Either. And he talks about things that you may not have known about black history. And today he's going to tell you about the summer of 1985 with the bombing of the Move organization in Philadelphia. Listen. Massacre Monday, City, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, year 1985. Now, this was crazy to me. In 1985, a lot of us were alive. You dig what I'm saying? Living life. Also, in 1985, there were folks dying by the city of Philadelphia while living in Philadelphia. I first have to introduce you to the MOVE organization. M-O-V-E, MOVE. It's not an acronym. John Africa founded it, and he said he wanted the name of the organization to be exactly what they intended to do move everything that's alive moves i respect it now everybody that was part of the move organization that was founded in 1972 all wore locks so this group moved into some row homes in the Cobbs creek neighborhood in philadelphia pennsylvania now in 1978 they did have a standoff with the police department of philadelphia which resulted in a police officer being killed they deemed about 10 people responsible for that and gave them all between 30 and 100 years so from 1978 to 1985 there were still some things going on but move the group had actually moved to the Cobbs Creek neighborhood. Now, if you're like me and not very familiar with Cobbs Creek, that area's in West Philadelphia. Now, be clear. The neighbors had complained to the city for years about trash around the building, confrontations with the neighbors, bullhorn announcements of political messages by the MOVE members. So, the police got arrest warrants, and by 1985, they was charging four of the MOVE occupants with crimes. Noise violations, contempt of court, illegal possession of firearms, terroristic threats. Now, the police evacuated the residents of the neighborhood before they mobbed on the row of homes occupied by the MOVE members. They told those residents, you can come back home in 24 hours. Monday, May 13th, 1985. 500 police officers. City manager Leo Brooks is out there and they're attempting to clear the building and remove the MOVE members and execute these arrest warrants. They cut off the water. They cut off the electricity. This is 5 a.m. And they tell the MOVE members. Attention MOVE members. This is America. You have to abide by the laws of the United States. You have 15 minutes to come out. And when they didn't, they decided to forcibly remove those people in there. Seven adults, six children. They throw tear gas. The police use over 10,000 rounds of ammo. By 2 p.m., the order was given. Bomb the compound. It was a Pennsylvania State Police helicopter, and they dropped two one-and-a-half-pound bombs of FBI-supplied C-4 on the roof of that house. The bombs exploded after 45 seconds. The Philadelphia, Pennsylvania Police Department dropped two bombs on the residents in its own city where they knew seven adults and six children were. They killed 11 people in that house. Six adults, five children. 250 people were homeless as 61 of the neighboring houses were destroyed because of the fire. They weren't able to come home 24 hours later. 
Philadelphia, the city that bombed itself. And I didn't know. Maybe you didn't either. All right, salute to B-Dot. Yes, and listen, I want to tell y'all too, man, if you want to know more about uh, the bombing of Move in 1985, uh, me and Kevin Hart, we put out a project called Summer of 85 on Audible through our company, SBH Productions. We put that out, uh, I think, like like a year ago, and it's narrated by Kevin, so it's on Audible right now. It's called Summer of 85 if you want to know more about that. Uh, but you can always just subscribe to I didn't know. Maybe you didn't either on the Black Effect iHeartRadio Podcast Network, hosted by my guy, B-Dot. All right. When we come back, we got the positive notice, the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Jess Hilarious, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time to get up out of here. How you feeling, Jess? I'm good. And tomorrow is Jess's <laughs> born day. Tomorrow is Jess's born day. Yes, I will be 32, y'all. I'm an Aquarius. 32. I'm 32. Yeah, so... Yeah, I'm really, really. Oh my God, I'm growing up. You don't. You said you what? I'm growing up. Oh, it's not like oh, you said you're throwing, you said you're throwing up. up. I swear, no. I thought that's what she said. She didn't say I'm no, throwing up. No, I did not. I said I'm growing up. I'm 32. Okay. Well, y'all make sure y'all have y'all uh, messages ready for Just Hilarious tomorrow. If you want to send gifts, send gifts, all that good stuff. That's right. Okay. Yes. Leave us on a positive note. You should have heard mine from last week. What was your positive note last week? It was like, if you don't know nobody' business, don't repeat it. And be who you want to be. <laughs> I'll well, t- tell you something. Um, trust that everything is happening in your life for a reason. That is the positive note. Don't be rolling your eyes. <laughs> oh, my true. God. What is it again? Trust that everything is happening in your life for a reason. A lot of people have a resistance to trust. You know what I mean? Because of things that have happened in their life. So they're resistant to trust. Trust that everything is happening in your life for a reason. <sighs> It sounded like something he said last Tuesday. He did. It's close. <laughs> and take your Christmas tree down while you're at it, too. <laughs> oh, my God. I got two of them You still got it Yeah. It's February. Drink I water. know. <laughs> Drink water. <sighs> Breakfast club, bitches. We all finished or y'all done? From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh, my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.
it. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.